Welcome to Holy Nurtured. I'm your host, Jordan Lee. Holy Nurtured is a podcast designed to educate, encourage, and empower women to be health advocates in their homes by providing content that nurtures the whole individual in a practical way. This podcast will help shed light on the simplicity of living a healthy lifestyle. While food and nutrition will be a predominant focus, living a wholly nurtured life demands attention to faith and body care as well. Thank you for joining me today. Let's get started. Hello, welcome again to the Holy Nurtured Podcast. I'm Jordan Lee, and I'm excited to continue in my series, Build Your House. Today's message will be centered on Proverbs 31, verse 16, which reads, She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. I will be tying how we as women must consider what we buy into as it will influence the building of our homes. Without further ado, let's get started. Remember, we learned in the first podcast in this series that building begins within and then permeates out. I shared in my very first episode that building requires a fear of God, a hunger and thirst for God and His truths, assembly and application of instruction, and giving thought to our ways. Today, I will focus on the fourth point, which stands on Proverbs chapter 14, verse 8, which reads, The wisdom of the prudent is to give thought or discernment to their ways, but the folly of fools is deception. Therefore, if we truly aspire to build our homes in light of Proverbs chapter 14, 8, or Proverbs 14, 8, and Proverbs 31, 16, we must consider what we buy into. In my episode, Prioritizing Peace, I shared three areas as women we must prioritize peace in. The spirit, mind, and body. Similarly, the spirit, mind, and body are reflected within Proverbs 31, 16. The verse begins with the key word, consider. Consider begins in the mind. The following keyword, buys, is a physical action of the body. Buying requires money. Money is made through physical labor or work. The last keyword, plants, is in reference to the spirit. As always, I will be employing the Bible as my reference, as it is the firm foundation upon which I stand. Alongside the biblical truths presented from the Word, I will share my most recent personal testimony where I applied these biblical principles in my life as my family transitioned into a new home. With that said, let's get into it. Consider. Consider means to think carefully about something, typically before a decision. As wives, mothers, daughters, workers, and friends, we are bombarded daily with the task of making decisions, whether we like it or not. Making decisions can be as mundane as what time you will rise up from bed to as serious as deciding if it is time to buy your first home, the right time to transition to a new career, or to grow your family. Proverbs 14.15 reads, The simple believe everything, but the prudent give thought to their ways. As Christian women, 
we are instructed to give thought to our ways. We are called to as 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, walk by faith and not by sight. Walking by faith is an action and a daily choice. And without that action, in accordance to James chapter 2, verse 17, our faith is dead. Therefore, to exercise our faith, we must give thought to what we do. God calls us to take responsibility and stewardship of our lives. Therefore, we cannot merely live life expecting things to come to us or make decisions based on the standards or morals of the world. Most recently, I had to give thought to where my family of three would live next. For those who are new to my podcast, the three include my husband, Norris, my 14-month-old daughter, Shiloh, and I. When looking for a new home, as a family of three, I employed a phrase one of my track and field college coaches at Azusa Pacific, go Cougs, Coach Reed, (laughs) shared with me. What's important now, or the acronym WIN for short. As I began searching different homes, thanks to Trulia, Zillow, and Craigslist, I had to consider what was important now to have within our new home. More importantly, how our budget framed my considerations. This conversation, as with many, always begins and continues with the leader and financial breadwinner of my home, my husband. Ladies, one of the most significant components of considering is consider where we receive our spiritual nourishment, which in essence is spiritual instruction and guidance from. As Christian wives, spiritual nourishment outside of our direct relationship with God must first and predominantly be received from the one who we cleave to, our husbands. I'm going to repeat this again. As Christian wives, spiritual nourishment outside of our direct relationship with God must first and predominantly be received from the one who we cleave to, our husbands. Therefore, before I began my search, I spoke with my husband, asking where we wanted to go financially at this season or juncture in our life as a new family in relation to our long-term goals. Naturally, that heavily influenced our home budget, which could help me to better refine my search. With a number in mind and an understanding of the importance of specific amenities, I could start my search. For us, this included a washer and dryer within the home, an attached garage, and easy freeway access as we travel for work. Contrastingly, if I did not give consideration to my ways, which included humbling myself to the instruction of my husband and using spiritual discernment through practical application of when, what's important now, things could have gone down south. Making the decision to go 100% to my flesh in this instance My eyes would have torn our house physically, emotionally, and financially. If we went with the lust of my eyes, we would not be good stewards of God's money, 
my husband would not be able to serve me by being more available to raising our daughter and our dreams for home ownership in the next two to four years would be extended immensely. While our new home is not perfect by (laughs) any stretch of the imagination, we have everything we need, again, keyword, everything we need to support our lifestyle as active people and a young family, creativity as entrepreneurs, traveling accessibility as mobile business owners and living in SoCal, and the ability to financially support our current needs and future plans. Buy. To buy is to acquire the possession of, or the right to, by paying or promising to pay an equivalent, especially in money. Purchase. How do we make purchases? What do we need to buy something? As my husband jokes, cash rules everything around me. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. How do we get money? We work for it. Proverbs 31.16 states that she buys it out of her earnings. Earnings come through a combination of two or three things. Labor, skill, and time. We know in this instance, the woman spoken about in Proverbs 31 has the skill of making beautiful garments by hand. It is written, she made use of a distaff and spindle. She did not use a machine. Her work required immense labor, demanded skill because people do not invest or give their money for clothes with holes or bad quality. And three, her work took time. Uniquely, I have a friend who has a gift similar to the Proverbs 31 woman. However, instead of garments, she creates pieces of art that breathe life and meaning into rooms, whether your home or business. Each week, through her social media platform, I see her work diligently on projects. Each project with its own unique features and characteristics. Shout out to my old college neighbor, Laura Ambrosio, at the Unimonia Lifestyle. Again, labor, skill, and time. As women of God, whether we know it or not, we've all been entrusted with gifts or talents which can be used to develop a skill, for some with which they can do to make financial earnings that can support their home. Although there are women who may not create financial means through their gifts currently. Some gifts or talents may not create physical financial earnings. However, they birth spiritual earnings or investments into the home. However, their husbands may be providing the sole income through their labor, skill, and time. Whether both parties make an earning or merely one, we know that it is ultimately God's grace that we are fortunate to have money flowing in to meet our basic needs for food, shelter, and transportation. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 reads, Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. We must respect and honor God by respecting the hustle and grind that allows for earnings to come our way. 
The difference between building our homes and tearing them down with our hands in this instant is by being wise stewards of God's money. We respect our financial hustle by making fruitful purchases or buying things that are functional, practical, and most significantly can be used to support God's kingdom within our homes. Because our first ministry as wives and mothers is the home, and then, secondly, outside the home. Personally, God has gifted me with a natural talent for cooking and curiosity for learning all things nutrition, in particular, how God has given us all we need, physical nourishment-wise, from the ground of the earth, to live healthy lives, mind, body, and spirit, to build His kingdom effectively. Similarly, my husband was gifted with much However, a very strong two gifts he has is his in-depth understanding of the body at the neuromuscular and orthopedic level, and his effective communication paired with coaching skills. Norris knows how to manipulate the body through manual stretching and exercise selection just right for the client to promote pain relief, circulation, and emulation, or the ability for the client to be able to begin, continue, or increase activity in their daily life. His ability to communicate or narrate his craftsmanship to clients not only gives them ease, but educates them on the what, why, and how they can better live with less or no pain improve their overall health because the body is all interconnected and much more. Obviously, Norris and I were entrusted with other gifts. However, for the time's sake, for time's sake, these two in conjunction with everything else we provide as a business and outside of our business has allowed us to make an earning so that we can support the needs of building the kingdom of God beginning within our home and extending to our home church and outside if God so leads. So, recently, as mentioned in the first keyword, consider, through giving thought to my ways, I selected our new home. So, (laughs) with our earnings, we made the purchase. Also, (laughs) by God's grace, and my husband's diligent efforts in maintaining our clientele and stewarding our money appropriately, we were able to purchase new living room and dining room sets. While we are still in the burner of COVID-19, we know one day soon we will be able to use our new sets to fellowship with close family and friends of the faith for the purposes of growing in godly wisdom, through Bible studies, fellowship and food, and worship sessions. Currently, everything is digital. However, we look forward to the day we can connect physically together again. Also, as I mentioned, God has gifted me the natural talent of cooking and the ability to pair flavored foods, no matter the dietary restrictions or needs. One of the services we provide in our business is personalized meal prep. 
to fit our growing need for space to store our clients' prepared meals before delivery, out of our earnings, we were able to purchase a brand new and very spacious refrigerator. Ladies, this is the biggest fridge I've ever had. Also, the first fridge purchase I've ever made in my life. If you know me, you know how exciting this was and still is for me to see and open every day I step in the kitchen, which is a lot. She considers a field again. This began with instruction and guidance from my husband first. My field began with considering our current home, our current furniture, and my beloved and current fridge. She buys it out of her earnings. We bought or signed a rental lease for our current home. We bought out our furniture, no payments, nada. And similarly, we paid in full our fridge. To God be the glory. So now, we plant. Plants! As mentioned earlier, planting is in reference to the Spirit. If you are familiar with the Bible, the Bible is filled with a lot of language centered around the action or inaction of planting or growing a vineyard or garden for the intent of bearing fruit. Bearing fruit or being fruitful was one of the first commands God gave to man, specifically the first man, Adam. We read in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28, God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. While this command from the natural eyes seems as if bearing fruit is only in the physical, we have to remember we were created in the image of God and God is predominantly focused on the matters of the Spirit. Again, I mentioned that the Bible is filled with language centered around the action or inaction of planting and maintaining a garden. We read words like sowing, reaping, planting seed, watering, to name a few common word verbs. As believers, we are called to spread the good news or the gospel by planting seeds or, in essence, spreading seeds of God's truth into the minds and hearts of those around us. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. The role we play within our home, in particular as mamas, the first teacher to our children, is to plant or sow the seed of Christ into our children's hearts and minds. Similarly, as wives of God-fearing and Christ-following husbands, we water the seeds that God entrusted them with to us through godly submission. As I teach Shiloh who Jesus is through my conduct, and eventually when she comes to a place of comprehension by sharing the gospel to her, this waters a seed my husband Norris, through godly order, planted me. Naturally, when operating in the Spirit, God will grow this water seed into a plant, in this case, Shiloh one day believing that Jesus was born, lived a blameless life, died, and rose. 
she will accept and receive Jesus Christ as her personal Lord and Savior, with which she will be grafted into the glorious vine. Shout out to the true vine in John 15. Ah, what a day that will be. While her birth 14 months ago was a major highlight in Norris in my life, we look and press forward to the day she joins the family of God. Side note, in the passage previously mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, 6-10, when it comes to planting and watering outside of our homes for the purposes of church ministry and leadership, we must not get caught up in who is doing or what or who is following who. As it reads in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 5, 7-9, through 9, What after all is Apollos? And what is Paul? Only servants through whom you came to believe as the Lord assigned, keyword, has assigned to each his task. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose, and they will each be rewarded according to their own labor. For we are co-workers, another key word, co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's building. As women who plant, while we may not see the fruit immediately, we have to find joy knowing that even the smallest seed of faith planted with God's growth, with God's growth, <laughs> will amass into something unimaginable from its early, early beginnings. As shared in the parable of the mustard seed, shared by Jesus in Matthew chapter 13, verses 31 through 32, and repeated in Mark chapter 4, verses 30 through 32, and Luke chapter 13, verses 18 through 19. Commentary found for Mark chapter 4 verses 26 through 29 encourages that God promises that his harvest will be magnificent and prolific, the best fruit ever grown. Your witness may be weak and your efforts may seem to influence few, but the word of God is powerful growth agent. Keep your eyes on the great harvest to come and do not let bad soil, or weeds discourage you from faithful service and witness. Wow, how encouraging. Also, in the area of planting, God led me to the parable of the talents. The parable of the talents can be found in Matthew chapter 25, verses 14 through 30. In short, God, our heavenly master, entrusts us with gifts, talents, skills, and money. He gives us these abilities or possessions not to store up or hide to keep out of sight. Remember, Matthew chapter 6, 19 reads, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. We are called to use our gifts, talents, skills, and or monetary means to give, to give and grow the body of Christ. Thank you again for joining this episode. I pray that you were able to really benefit from the Word of God being spoken 
and my personal testimony. I encourage you to consider, to give thought to your ways. I encourage you to buy in accordance to the Word of God. And I also encourage you to plant. She considers, she buys, she plants. Thank you and God bless. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It is always my prayer that what I share will serve to educate, encourage, and empower you as the health advocate of your home. If you would like access to the show notes for today's podcast and future episodes, connect with me on Instagram at Holy Nurtured. All you have to do is send a direct message with your name and email, and you will personally receive the show notes from me. If you have a desire for connection, whether for the purposes of accountability or simply want to join a growing community of like-minded women, send a request to the Holy Nurtured Facebook group. This is a private Facebook group where I will post information regarding the podcast, weekly challenges in relation to the podcast of the week, daily encouragement, and much more. Again, thank you for joining me today. God bless.